0: my friends, this is Dave Denniston, and welcome back to the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast. Well, I just wanted to say a quick word of thanks. This podcast has been such a journey for me, and been at it over two years, and it's the kind of thing where you never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to impact, and it's really meant so much to me to talk to so many of you. Words of encouragement you've sent to me on email, Uh, whether it was a brief note or not, it just means so much for me to hear from you and know that the impact this is having. Whether your feedback is good or bad or indifferent, I do personally respond to each and every single email. So I'd encourage you, email me, Dave at daviddeniston.com. My last name is D E N N I S T. Owen, oh, let me know your thoughts, because it really makes this podcast worth it for me. You know, we started out with about 10 listeners. We're up to over 600 according to uh, my statistics, and we just keep on growing. And so thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for helping me spread the word about this podcast, because I love helping physicians just like you. And so today, my friends, I thought I would let you in on some of the reading I've been doing. I have been reading through a book. This book is nearly 650 pages big. It's by a podcasting giant, Tim Ferriss, Timothy Ferriss, the master of the four hour workweek, the four hour body. He had a new book that came out that, of course, I had to pick up called Tools of the Titans huge book 650 pages i have the hardcover version and there's a lot of stuff in here so i want to spend a few minutes today just reviewing the book for you because i think it's worth picking up and regardless of where you are at whether it's health wealth or wisdom this book covers all three of those areas and For me, the areas I enjoyed the most were wealth and wisdom. Uh, I will like to uh, tell you a little bit about this book. What what he did, which is actually pretty genius, is essentially he took parts of his podcast guests and compiled it into a book in terms of their wisdom. So it's not a traditional book per se. It's a lot of quotes, it's a lot of habits, it's a lot of routines about what some of these guests here has had on in his podcast do and so gosh i might make a book like that myself with all the guests we've had on in the podcast and i'll say first thing about it is the i wish it could have been sometimes it just seems sort of pointless to me some of the stuff he had in the book But there were so many different nuggets of wisdom. Maybe it just doesn't appeal to me and maybe it would appeal to you. But I would say, and he says at the beginning of the book, really choose who you want to read and what you want to read and depending upon where you want to work. For me, I love going from beginning to end. So that's the way that I read this book was I read it from beginning to end. I read every single word um, and there, there were parts I didn't like, but I do want to highlight parts I did like as well so let's talk about the health section so this is the first third of the book and for me when, I, when i'm really getting active into reading i will highlight i will underline i will um, talk through different things and review over it and as i look through my book here as i'm thumbing through it i did nothing <laughs> in the health section so i don't know if that says something about me or uh uh, my values, but uh, the the stuff in the health section in this book is a little bit definitely different, which, which is what Tim Ferriss brings to the table. He talks about the keto, ketogenic diet and ketosis and um, doing a lot of stuff like the uh, bulletproof coffee and various supplements, uh, nutrition powders and Uh, using coconut oil and stevia and bone broth and all of these different things. And obviously, as I was looking through it, there's a big financial investment that uh, he emphasizes in health. One of the things that that really struck me as I read the book that was something that I have not done is the idea of fasting to get back to a optimal health level. That in a sense, by fasting, that you can clean out your body. And it's something that I really have never done. It's just something that's never appealed to me. And I know people that do it for religious reasons, people that do it for faith reasons. And it's just something that, that I, I always thought, ah, whatever. I like to eat. <laughs> so I, I like to keep regularly. But I think... As I think about fasting and the health part of this book. A lot of this really isn't for me, at least at this particular time, because I keep myself in pretty good shape overall. Not to say I couldn't do better, because I certainly could. But um, I would really encourage us to to think about the idea of fasting. And medically, you would probably know much better than I would about the uh, impacts of it. But I think from a mode of discipline, Having the discipline to fast and having practicing that self control mechanism is incredibly valuable. So, that was the one big thing that I got from the health section. But again, I did not end up um, putting anything in there. Uh, there, There's some stuff about sleep. One of the things that I liked had to do with mind training. So this was on page 150 of it. And here were some suggestions that he suggested for meditation and mind training, which I know with many physicians that are burned out, this could be helpful. So here are some suggestions he had. Number one, use an app like Headspace or Calm. Number two, listen to a guided meditation from Sam Harris or Tara rack. Now, let me add on to that. One of my favorite things that I do do in terms of mind training is I listen to a podcast called Meditation Minis by Shell Hamilton. It's very, very quick, 10 minutes, and she really helps to take you away from where you're at, to focus. So I really love Shell's podcast, and I haven't listened to Sam Harris or Tara, but i um, now I can start checking, it, checking out Shell. He suggests taking a TM course. So I don't know what the, what exactly that is, but it sounds like it costs $1,000 to do. Um, suggests trying mantra-based meditations where essentially you repeat a one or two-syllable word for 10 to 20 minutes first thing in the morning. But that was pretty cool. Might try that. I tried that uh, in my mind. I did not say it out loud, and I did think it did raise my spirits. I used the word joy in my particular case. He said, try one or more of chade Meng Tan's suggested exercises, which is a little bit later in this book. So anyhow, um, check that out and um, think about meditation if that's something you haven't done. Now, the wealthy section of this book, of course, being, being financially oriented, there was lots of good stuff I had in here. One of my favorite sections, which was a longer one, was the an interview with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And what I thought was fascinating about Arnold's journey that I didn't know, he got into real estate while he was trying to get his acting career off the uh, and going. And as a matter of fact, apparently he was already a millionaire in real estate by the time he hit it well as an actor. And so he did all kinds of physical labor, which you can imagine. Can you imagine having Arnold <laughs> working in your yard doing physical labor? And that allowed him the opportunity to work as much as he wanted as an actor or not. And um, he got into this thing of carving him out a niche for him. So as you look at passive income strategies, Arnold put himself in a position early on that I thought was fascinating that I had never heard of in my life before. So check out his story in that podcast that Tim did. I also earmarked a section that had um, Tony Robbins and his section, I, I've been listening to more and more of Tony's stuff, which I, I think was a fantastic part of that. The um, thing that that I really have found for myself to help get me out of funks, to get me into good states, as as Tony says, has been arming myself with resources. And one of my personal goals is to go to a conference like his, to be around like-minded people. So whether it's a mastermind, whether it's in a conference setting, I, I really wanna encourage each of us that we're not alone and find yourself to go to places where you can be around like-minded folks, people that want to be wealthy, people that want to be healthy, whatever that looks like for you. And obviously there can be a cost to these things. There can be cost to these courses that we have to be mindful of. But I think taking some of our resources to invest in ourselves is a good thing and invest in programs that can be helpful. So check out that one with Tony. I thought that was a really good one. Some of my other just favorite parts of this book is where it is Tim just writing. And one of the things that that he talked about was the law of the category. So as a physician, when you think about your services and what you offer, being the first person in any category is so powerful. If you look at Jim Dolly and what he's done, with the White Coat Investor. He was the first physician to be a blogger in that space, and he is dominating that category. So as you think about investing in something, or as you think about launching a product or or having a service, what can you be the first in? What can you be the first mover in? I think is a fantastic business lesson that Tim brought in that section. Another one of my favorite sections was uh, from Ramit Sethi, and um, he talks about being obsessed with checklists, and that of that idea of being systematized. And what what I find is is so helpful is when you can be systematized and you can reproduce yourself when you own your own practice, or you have a side hustle business, then you don't have to work in that business, you can work on that business. So I wanna encourage each and every one of us to try and systematize things more, because that allows us to be in the position to supervise rather than having to do the task. Some of the, the other stuff that I thought was Uh, really helpful and could be helpful to physicians had to do with um, overall Tim's journey in how he became an investor. So he he talks about in this book his $100,000 MBA. So he was fed up with the cost of schooling. He had went to Princeton. And instead what he did was he went and invested in venture capital. Being in Silicon Valley, he was in there and could do that. And so he ended up slicing up his money into $25,000 pieces and he was willing to walk away with nothing except the education component. And as he got in there, he got to be more and more savvy and he made smart bets with his money and He looked at it as an education. So if he lost the money, great. If he made money, do more of what worked. And that's what he did. Um, He lost some, he won some, and he started getting more and more connected with the community. And so I I think there's a great lesson in that, that you gotta get your hands dirty, as Damian Lupo, our, our past podcast guest, had shared with us, that you have to be willing To be active in your future you have to be willing to invest time and not just money if you really want to understand how things work and so as as you look at being a physician and being in clinical medicine that is fantastic and i want to encourage you that's just one way to get to where you want to go in terms of your wealth look for other alternative strategies don't be afraid to get in there and get dirty and make mistakes, but be willing to part with that money. If you're not willing to part with it, then don't use that part of the money. Set aside some money that you are willing to lose and get an education on and be able to move forward, my friends. Uh, one of the, the other sections was the wise section, which, I thought was so good. This is probably one of my my favorite parts of it. There's a a section that he asks of, what are your beliefs costing you? And ask some really good questions. There is a a friend he has, Naveen, who's a millionaire many times over. And he talks about how in A Christmas Carol that Scrooge, was forced through the Ghost of Christmas Past to examine his limiting beliefs. And here are several things that Tony Robbins and uh, Naveen had put forward. Here are some deep questions that he asked. What has your belief cost you in the past? And what has it cost people that you've loved in the past? What have you lost because of this limiting belief. You need to see it, hear it, feel it. Another question he asked is, what is this belief costing you and people you care about in the present? So we went from past now to present. And again, in in your present, you want to see how a particular belief may be seeing, hearing, feeling it. And third, lastly, how much will this belief cost you and the people you care about one year, three years, five years and 10 years from now? And again, he he asked you to visualize it, see it, hear it, feel it. And so I, I thought that was a great way to approach this aspect of how do we be better? How do we overcome some of our own limiting thoughts? the other section two other sections that really struck me as good ideas that i think we could implement is this idea of jar of awesome and so here's what he does he has a mason jar on his kitchen that has jar of awesome in glittering letters and anything anytime something really cool happens in a day something that makes him excited or joyful or there's doctor's orders Um, his doctor's orders are to write it down on a slip of paper and put it in the mason jar. So when something great happens, you think you'll remember it three months later, but you won't, he says. The jar of awesome creates a record of great things that actually happened, which can be easy to forget when you're depressed or when you're seeing the world not through rose-colored glasses but through gray-colored glasses, And so it's a way to celebrate. It's a way to have tremendous impact. And it might sound corny, but I have to tell you as I've journaled myself and put down times that are awesome, it so helps. And so what a great way to do it as a family, to go through a jar of awesome, to have a jar of awesome, to have the kids put in memories and thoughts of, Great times in their life. So, when they're down, you can bring back the jar of awesome to bring them back into good, positive things. The last section that I want to bring up that is personal for me is there's a whole section on suicide. And as many of you know, I hope you're not getting tired of me saying it, but uh, Amanda Lou had passed away. As a matter of fact, had found out that she had committed suicide. And Tim Ferriss was someone that had struggled with this. This is on on page 616 of the book, and it goes on for about 10 pages. And he has some really good practical suggestions for how to avoid this trap. And so I don't know if you're struggling on the inside, um, but... I wanna make sure that as much as we can, as valuable as you are as a doctor, we need you. We need you to keep going. And if nothing else, reading this part of this book, um, my friend Pamela Weibel also put out a book that I haven't read on suicide and physicians. And um, I really want you, if you're struggling with this, to pick up this book, to read through those 10 pages and and finding ways to fight against this because we will miss you you are needed in this world and so my friends i want us as we move forward to find great resources to find ways of impacting the world. And for me, for this book, there is some really good stuff in there that that I know I can apply. Obviously, there's a ton of pages in this and not every one of them will be applicable. But I want you to check it out. I want you to listen to the audiobook or to read the physical book as I did um, because there are titans in here. There are people that have made billions of dollars that are healthy Wealthy, wise in these different areas and, and I guarantee you There will be something you will learn Something you can pick up Something new that you can apply to your lives And so my friends, with that Check out Tools of the Titans by Mr. Tim Ferriss Again, I will link it here in the show notes And just reach out Hey, if you need anything, you let me know I would love to hear from you Love to know where you're at in, in your life And what you are struggling with where you have wins and where you have successes. Let me know tools and tactics and strategies that work for you with being healthy, wealthy, and wise that we can pass on to the audience. And so you can feel free to email me anytime, dave at daviddeniston.com, or uh, reach out to me on the podcast website, www.drfreedompodcast.com. For the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, this is Dave. Deniston. Thank you so much for listening. Check in again soon. Have a good one.